Hello, motherfuckers! What's going on, internet? The Black Guy here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you back to Hokage Thoughts, the show where ain't no hoes, but I do think out loud here on anchor.fm slash the Black Hokage. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes, and all other major podcast outlets. Today, in which I'm recording this podcast, is November 10th, 2018. And I want to kick the show off by saying, Stop asking me about movies. You people come in my Twitch chat at twitch.tv slash the Black Okage, shameless plug, and y'all be asking me, have I seen this movie or have I seen that movie? I don't know shit about nothing, okay? If it ain't a Marvel movie, I ain't seen it. I'm ignorant when it comes, I'm mad ignorant when it comes to movies, okay? If it don't got nothing to do with Thanos or Wakanda, I don't know nothing about it. Stop asking me about all these artsy fartsy Sundance shit, okay? I'm trying to see what's popping with Ant-Man in the quantum realm. Um, um, but yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, y'all, I'm back. Um, what else did I want to say at the start of this damn podcast? Oh yeah, uh, I also wanted to say, ah, uh, if you don't know what that means, that is pterodactyl for. Thank you for all the new subs that I've gotten since the last uh, podcast, which has been like three and a half weeks, like a month now. Um, so I want to say thank you to Tyrone Madison, Nathan Hill, Jabril Nelson, Jay, no last name, just just Jay, Quay uh, Tyler, your name is spelled Q-U-A, what are you, like a fucking Jedi? That sounds like a Jedi name, Quay Tyler, fucking Jedi master, uh, shout out to Hunter, <laughs> Nameless Sage, uh, Daniel Rosario, Derek Teal, Jesse Lopez, some guy, I'm not trying to be funny, I'm not, like his name is actually some guy, that was his username, I'm just going with what they gave me khalil hart and uh the last two people that i want to shout out are anonymous subscribers i guess they didn't want a shout out or whatever but i'm still gonna shout you out y'all know who y'all are y'all know who y'all i appreciate all 14 of y'all subscribing since the last show um if you want to subscribe to the show know that you can find a big subscribe button on my profile at anchor.fm slash the black okage just keep in mind that you need to visit that link via web browser you have to type it in it does not show up on the app you can sub for 99 cents five dollars or even 10 obviously you don't have to subscribe but it's always appreciated when someone throws a few bucks your way for all this free content because lord knows i have bills and if you can't afford to subscribe man that's fine too just tell a friend to tell a friend about this show um i know a lot of y'all have been wondering where i've been and uh let's see all right so it's been like almost four weeks so the week before i left i didn't do a show because there was honestly nothing to talk about and like i've said i'm the type of person like i don't if there's nothing to speak about i never want to force a show because at the end of the day i will always want to be entertaining um and have something to talk about so yeah i didn't do a show that week and then the following week i didn't do a show because i flew out to canada because i had to go to an event um and you might be wondering what that was. I'm legally not allowed to speak about it. I'm under NDA. But yeah, I was out of town. I wasn't out of the country or whatever. Um, and then after that, I flew down to San Jose and I went to TwitchCon. Um, so then there was that. We'll talk about that a little bit in the show. Uh, and then after that, when I came home from TwitchCon, after that week, I got sick. So then I was out another week. Um, I'm still like, I feel physically fine. But like my sinuses, I, my sinuses are trash, bro. So if you hear me sniffling a little bit still, like that's why I'm not sick. But like my sinuses are just trash. So yeah, I've been all over the place. I've been busy besides that one week where I just didn't have nothing to talk about. Like I said, I don't want to force nothing. And then on top of that, once I got sick, like I could have did a show. But the thing is, like, I don't ever want to do a show where I'm sick because like I can speak. But it's like, um, there's like no strength in my voice, right? Like I feel, I feel like my greatest strength is my charisma. And if I can't uh, produce that charisma in my voice 
why would I produce the podcast? Because at the end of the day, all you have the podcast to entertain people is your voice. So if I can't give you that charisma, why would I want to do a show? People keep I, I really appreciate everybody tweeting me at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real on Twitter. Follow me. Uh, shameless plug. I appreciate everybody tweeting me. Everybody leaving messages. Uh, Twitch chat like y'all motherfuckers was thirsty. When is that next show? When is that next show? Like, bro, chill, chill. Like, I'm just living my best life. Uh, I would, I'm just trying to get myself together. I'm trying to get myself together. But we back. We back. All right. So. Uh, on this show today, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of that gaming. <sighs> of course, I mean, come on, it's me. Uh, we're going to be talking a little, just, just, just a tad bit of anime, and then uh, we're going to move on. We're going to move a little to the life section, and of course, I got some music suggestions, some music. I've been a lot of music. I was talking about this on Twitter. Like this, 2018 is like one of the best years in terms of media consumption and like recent memory. Uh, and when I when I say that, I don't mean like just gaming i mean like media as a whole right like a lot of great games have came out a lot of great music a lot of great movies and by movies i mean marvel because i don't watch nothing else um what else uh like just a lot of great media television has, has come out like that can be consumed um what's the name like shit netflix is killing it and all that stuff check out uh dl higley's uh i don't know if you guys are stand-up i'm a stand-up connoisseur i love stand-up comedy i think it shows in my personality shout out to dl higley check out that uh contrarian if you're looking for a looking forward stand up to watch anyways uh let's talk about this gaming um this is not really gaming but kind of sorta so like i said i was away at TwitchCon. uh a lot of people were asking me to twitch uh my twitch chat to like kind of review what my thoughts are about TwitchCon and like would i go back and is it worth your money and this that and the third um okay so first things first uh TwitchCon as a whole uh i'm not gonna spend too much time talking about this uh i will say that it was worth my money uh I did enjoy myself, but probably for all the wrong reasons. And you're like, oh, what, 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 what does that mean? Sh- chill out, nosy motherfucker. Uh, honestly, I can't tell you uh, based off bro. Like, like TwitchCon was three days and so much shit happened. So much wild shit and guess what i can't tell you because it's none of your fucking business as it goes against bro code a lot of it has nothing to do with me a lot of shit was just like niggas was wilding but like <laughs> it's one of those things like what happened at twitchcon stays at twitchcon i mean i mostly was just in the cut like posted up and shit like that but as far as like the actual convention um the press conference was cool they announced a, a lot of new features for um twitch streamers and like I, I had like this epiphany like why i've been enjoying twitch more than like youtube the past couple years like everything that twitch has done like people like give them a lot of shit because they're inconsistent i guess with their terms of service and like banning and suspending people but everything that twitch has announced as of like the past couple years has benefited the creator in terms of features versus youtube every time youtube announces a new feature it benefits them and their advertisers and they just kind of push the creators to the side as they promote people like jimmy kimmel and ellen while we've built this site in the standard third um, but yeah, so then the, during the press conference for Twitch uh, Con, if you didn't catch the press conference, uh, they announced a bunch of new features uh, to help streamers grow. They uh, announced squad streaming, which is something that um, fucking uh, Mixer has had for like a year or two now, where basically, like, let's say I'm playing, I don't know, Fortnite. I don't play that game, but let's say I'm playing Fortnite with the squad or Rainbow Six Siege, and it's four of us playing together. We can all stream on the same screen so you never have to guess, yo, who's this streamer that you're playing with? We literally can co-stream with each other all on the screen, which is really dope. So you can see all perspectives at once instead of having to go to like a multi-stream link or like Katagar or something like that. So that's going to be dope in terms of growing together and helping each other grow. Um, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I knew this. I knew this feature was coming for like a year now, like because I have conversations with like Twitch staff and like I, I guess I can reveal this now. But I knew this shit was coming now. So it's I knew it was coming. I mean, it was just a matter of time. It's nice to see that they finally announced it um that was dope 
uh what else did they announce uh they announced upgrades to the editor for twitch so for those of you know unaware you can uh create stream highlights and clips like that and like uh, uh once you uh go to like your vod your uh video on demand once you finish the stream but before when you created highlights you had to do like like one at a time and you had to really like search through the footage and then you had to download it and put it in your editor and create like they've uh, upgraded the editor to like oh you've been able to do this for months now but now you can create multiple highlights in one sitting and then now you'll be able to also edit highlights inside the little editor that they have on twitch so they have a built-in little simple editor sort of kind of like they have with youtube so if you want to create like a highlight really quickly within the web browser within twitch you'll be able to do that i guess that's cool if you're a bum um i don't think anything will beat old-fashioned editing like <clears throat> i'd rather just get some highlights download them and then open it up in final cut pro that's what i use to edit most people use like adobe premiere if you're a bum you probably use vegas um but i use final cut pro 10 on mac i'd rather just throw it in my editor and do my thing uh <clears throat> this editor online is only is going to have limited tools but i guess if you're a bum that's cool um <laughs> uh they added like new featured selections so they're gonna like have like new ways for people to be discovered like new up and coming streamers i don't know how that's gonna be determined uh a bunch of different other categories i mean i'm never uh, mad at that one thing i really like that they announced is uh they had this uh so like they're giving more mod tools now and what's really cool is like you can not only see how long someone's been in your twitch chat how long they've been watching how old their account is but your mods can leave notes on people's accounts like so if you want to check it so like let's see that let's say like um one of your mods is having an issue with somebody and you're not like you're really into the game and you're not noticing they can leave a note on their account so when you click their account and you notice it you'll see that note so let's say like you're playing a game and you look over at your chat and someone keeps calling you a bum in the chat right if you click their name on the chat and your mod your mod can leave you a note and they'll be like yo this dude's a troll and then if you want to ban him you want you can like so and then it also tells you like how many times uh, somebody's been sent to ban world which is really dope <clears throat> so I'm, i apologize so you can see how many you can see how many times somebody's getting the 600 or like been banning your chat like it, it's just a bunch of little dope tools a bunch of little dope tools they got vip badges um uh, you can change roles you can add different roles and stuff like that um what's the name i think they give you like a one month leniency now so let's say that you were subscribed to me for like six months but then you can't afford the seventh uh if you come back the next month it'll still count uh like they give you like a little leniency now so you don't lose your streak which is really good um and they added the snap camera which now you can add like filters on people's faces and stuff like that so like when somebody subscribes you can donate a goofy face kind of like the snapchat feature which is cool because snapchat needs all the help they can get because ig stories is killing them right now follow me on instagram at the dot black dot glokage that's g-l-o-k-a-g-e because i'll be running my mouth on my ig stories <laughs> now as far as the actual convention the actual venue was big uh day one was a clusterfuck it was hard as fuck to get into the actual convention center there were pictures of it people were complaining um and it was actually detrimental to the entire experience right because it was hard to get in the first day a lot of people were complaining so the second and third day they actually became more lenient with the security like the lines were long not because people had to get their bags checked the line was long because nobody knew what the fuck was going on like there was nobody the lines were around the building there was nobody to direct what line is for this that and the third so people were skipping line and doing this that and the third so it was just a big clusterfuck it was definitely unorganized so the second and the third day what they did is they became more lax on security and honestly it made me uncomfortable so if anybody from twitch ever hears this uh i'm just letting y'all know i like i, I could have had like a bomb in my bag and they was just like come on through like the motherfuckers wasn't even looking in your bag bro they was just like come on through come on through yeah 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 you took you, took, you bring your man bring your mans bring your mans uh so i didn't really like that like, like that was a clusterfuck they got to work on organizing that and getting people in better um the actual convention venue was pretty big it was um 
but in terms of like was there a lot of stuff to do not really um there were a bunch of panels going on but i feel like panels are only beneficial to people who are like new to streaming um personally like every panel is the same bro and it's not just twitchcon it's like every convention pax vidcon fucking e3 doesn't well e3 started doing panels like this year but before they didn't really do panels that's more of an industry event um but panels are always the same and i feel like they're mostly beneficial to new streamers or people just looking for info like it doesn't really benefit me much uh it's mostly just the how to grow your stream panel and how to deal with work and streaming panel and then if you're black how to be black on the twitch i'm i'm so sick of those panels like <laughs> people ask me why haven't i done a panel it's like i'm all for diversity and shit but like i don't know i feel like uh black twitch streamers bro we got to do better brother like I, I feel like i have more to offer than doing a twitch panel talking about how hard it is to be black on twitch like i know everybody knows how hard it is to be black like i don't know i don't know like the, I'm, I'm over the diversity panels okay uh <laughs> so yeah the panels weren't very beneficial to me i didn't go to any of those um there were stuff to do on the show floor as far as the show floor there was a bunch of like different companies you could talk to there were a few like indie games you could play and then of course you could like buy art um but for the most part twitchcon is mostly about it's mostly like a big ass kickback uh it's basically just a bunch of people in a room and you can network with them so a lot of people were asking me is it worth your time is it worth your money i say yes and no honestly it depends it depends on your personality um are you a well-spoken outgoing person who knows how to network absolutely it's worth your time but if you're not then i would and you still want to go i would say work on your people speaking skills and how to network because closed mouths don't get fed right um you don't want to fly out to this con and then you're scared to talk to everybody and then you just wasted your fucking time like i said there are a few sponsors i picked up i picked up a few business cards you know some people that i'm gonna probably try to work with but it's really not that many like businesses out there to network with it's more so to just network with other streamers find people to game with and grow with uh and if you're scared to talk to people closed mouths don't get fed like i said so it might not be the best for you make sure that you're not make sure that you're ready to actually speak to people because um there was a lot of people that uh i know that i fuck with and they was like yeah i wanted to talk to such and such but i was scared i'm the type of person if i see you i'm gonna walk up to you on some humble shit be like yo i fuck with you keep what you're doing blah 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 yeah and then you know you tell them about yourself you know what I'm saying? Like, you tell them how you're driving foreigns and stuff uh, i'm not really oh, i guess a honda's a foreign uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> what am i talking about uh yeah so is it worth your time yes and no um there are a lot of parties uh whether you can get into them depends on your clout level to be honest i personally don't have any problem getting into any parties um but yeah you might be that person that standing outside the club and shit and i fucking i hate fucking california bro because y'all weather is just bipolar as shit uh it's it's 100 degrees during the day and then 50 50 52 degrees during the night like it's cold bro like, and that's how i ended up getting sick bro especially because i before that i had came from canada and up in canada it was cool it was cold and then you come down here and it's fucking hot and cold at the same time i just don't like california weather um so yeah is twitch worth your time yes and no did i have fun yes can i tell you why no uh niggas is wild. that's all i can say that's all i can say so will i be going back next year uh eh, probably probably uh it was nice to meet a lot of you guys i got to hang out with a lot of people got to talk to a lot of you a lot of you guys walked up to me the viewers um very humbling very humbling i appreciate you guys approaching me it was a lot of people um a lot of people of color like like every black person i met they always said the same thing they was like yo i fuck with you i'm trying to get like you in the stat in the third and uh sometimes i know like it, it it puts things in perspective sometimes you forget the position that you're in so it's very humbling for people to come up to you and say they they trying to get like you and this that in the third um because like what's the name i, I don't know i don't want to say i come across i'm definitely not ungrateful i always say thank you but i'm always striving for more so i guess i get frustrated when i'm not moving how i want to move 
um it's like it's like one of my favorite j cole lines is he said that suddenly your old highs become your new lows and until you find success you won't understand that bar uh and so it's like it's like i i don't i don't <laughs> in this world you either build or destroy and if you're not building you're destroying so i'm trying to build something uh i'm trying to keep accomplishing new things because what was what was once new can become old and unless you actually find that level of success you'll never understand so it's but, but it, regardless the point i'm trying to make is thank you to the people who came up to me and said uh fucking thank you and people who said they fuck with me and they support me and it was funny like there were several people i met they were like shaking when they met me i'm like bro like i'm so nauseous don't get me wrong like when i'm lit i'm lit but like i'm <laughs> like i'm like lit maybe 20 percent of the day like 80 percent of the day i'm like fucking chilling bro i'm super laid back bro so it's always funny like when people come up to me like oh and they're, like shaking i'm like bro if you don't chill the fuck out bro like i'm just i'm i'm super regular bro i'm super regular like i ain't i ain't one of these dudes like the super ego like i tell niggas all the time like i play video games bro like what the fuck are you talking about bro i talk that shit i do talk that shit but I just play video games. It's, it's not that serious. No reason for you to shake. And we taking pictures. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to meet a lot of different dope streamers. Um, uh, fucking, I got to hang out with Data Dave as usual. He's always the regular. Got to hang out with several other people. Got to hang out with McKay. She was really dope. Very surprisingly dope. Uh, <laughs> um, I just got to hang out with a lot of people. So thank you guys. Uh, will I be back next year? Uh, 80, 90% sure. Probably. We probably will. Uh, we'll see. Um, other than that, uh, that, that was my thoughts on TwitchCon. Um, I'm tired of running my mouth about that shit. Um, let's talk about some actual gaming shit. Uh, so, since I came back from TwitchCon, like, right after I came back, the Fallout 76 beta came out. And I did not get a chance to play it because I didn't get a beta code. But I did watch a lot of streams, and then the boy Ethos got to play it. So, I got to watch a lot of gameplay. And this is my first time really kind of paying attention to the game. They released some Fallout 76 gameplay, like, at E3. Oh, excuse me uh and then like some other shit but i didn't i didn't really i watched like two minutes of it and i was like whatever i just kind of i guess i kind of gave bethesda the benefit of the doubt because i am a fan of fallout i like fallout 3 and fallout not everybody like fallout 4 but i liked it i don't give a fuck uh i like i'm a fan of the fallout franchise i didn't play new vegas but i am a fan of the fallout franchise so i kind of got the benefit of the doubt from me based off the strength of his name but oh my fucking god Oh my god, like, have y'all seen this game? And once again, this is not a review of the beta. This is just kind of my impressions based off of seeing other people play this shit. Uh, like, normally, I don't even do this. Like, I like to play the game and then share my opinion. But, like, what I saw, oh my fucking god, bro. I, I think I've done a video on this before. Like, betas and demos can sometimes hurt your game. And this is one of those cases where I think the beta might have hurt Fallout 76 because Fallout 76 would have sold based off the strength of its name, strength off the merit of Bethesda. People fuck with Bethesda. But they did this beta and they let people stream it. They could have did a beta, but I don't know if they should have let people stream it. Um, because what I saw, what I saw from Fallout 76 looked like one of the boringest fucking games that I've seen all year. The Fallout 76 looks like a Steam Early Access game from 2014. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Games like Ark and uh, fucking uh, Daisy and shit like that. It looks like a big ass Early Access survival game where there's no real fucking point to it. Um, you just walk around collecting shit and trying to survive. And like I was, I had the impression, and maybe maybe this is my ignorance. I don't know. I I I was under the impression that Fallout seventy six was going to be like Fallout four, or Fallout New Vegas, but you play with your friends. It was going to be like on some Borderlands shit, right? There are no NPCs in Fallout seventy six. I thought that with like, okay, so remember like Preston in Fallout four? There's a there's a settlement on the map that needs your help. I thought there were going to be a bunch of Prestons all around the map that are gonna help tell the story and you pull up on them with your friends and you do missions together on some co-op shit. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. No, 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 that's, that sounds like it's too fun. Instead, 
from what I've seen in the beta, and I watched several hours, Fallout 76 is, it drops you into the world, it drops you into West Virginia, and you walk around collecting fucking letters and fucking audio logs. That's how the story, there are no, there are no characters from what I've seen that tell the story. It's just fucking audio logs and letters. Okay, so if you, if you ever watch me play an RPG, anytime, I, I'll listen to an audio log, but anytime there's a letter, I ain't reading that shit. I'm not reading it. I give me a motherfucking cutscene. Like I'm not reading the goddamn letter, so you're already cutting the story in half, and then it's told through audio logs. So it's like you have to un. It's one of those games where like you have to make your own fun. You have to unravel the mystery of the world through audio. Fuck that, bro. I'm not doing that. That shit was so boring, bro. I had to walk away from the computer like several times. I was like, I'm gonna go get some water, bro. I'm gonna like this. This ain't doing. I watched several streamers play that shit, and everybody was like, well, I don't say everybody, but it seems like the the general consensus is people either love this game or they hate it there's no kind of in between um and honestly it, it just it came across as lazy from what i've seen it looks like they just took assets from fallout 4 regurgitated it and re recycled them on the map got rid of the story and they're like make your own fun um I'm, I, what is this story about what is it about it just it's so disappointing like people were calling it farce 76 fall asleep 76 refund 76 like I, I i can honestly say after i watched the beta gameplay i canceled my pre-order bro i was like it's, this is a no for me dog and i don't even know if i want to play it i can, honestly i could probably because i have bethesda connects i could probably get it for free i don't even know if i want to play this game um i'm not calling it flat out trash because it is a beta but uh my interest definitely hit below sea level after this beta um and like i said games like this they're hard to demo um it's a big open world and it's like what how do you demo a game that's big open world and you want to show some cool parts to get people hooked but at the same time you don't want to show too much because then you might spoil the game like how do you do that that's a hard thing to balance and that's why i said games like this like if they would have just sold the game with no beta it would have sold really well based off the merit of its name based off the uh, the clout of bethesda but they chose to stick their neck out and I, I feel like this, it's hurting more than it's helping. There's a lot of bad perception out there of Fallout 76. Like I said, how do you demo this without spoiling the game? Uh, and who's to say that there even are spoilers? Like I said, I'm not going to totally write off the game. It's not the full game. It's just the beta. It's just like, I feel like they should have they should have dropped people into like a cool little set piece to give people an idea of what this game could be. Instead, they kind of just dropped you into the world of Fallout 76. You're walking around. You're collecting letters, audio logs. Uh, it looked boring. And then the VAT system is different. Uh, because it's online, it doesn't uh, slow down time. And you can't shoot their knees and their head out now. Now it just locks onto them and does an auto shot. Like, that's just... Honestly, like, 90% of the fun is the VAT... 90% uh, of the fun in Fallout to me is the VAT system and slowing down time and shooting a motherfucker's kneecap out. Now you can't do that. Now there's no story. It's... <sighs> Shit's kind of boring. Boring! But hey, maybe I'm wrong. The full game isn't out. Hopefully it's better than what my perception of it is right now, but right now that perception is not too good And I'm not gonna buy this game. Maybe I'll catch it on its own sale I'll definitely be paying attention to streams and seeing what people are saying cuz I'm just not I'm not impressed with what's going on with Fallout 76 I'm more interested in what they're gonna do with Starfield now cuz this shit looks like a cash grab It looks like a steam early access game. That's not for savages like me um, But it is what it is. What can you do? Oh, Bethesda. Oh, yeah, and then uh, the optimization. They said that shit was at For some reason, they said on PC, the game runs at 63 frames per second. Why 63 frames out of anything? Like, why not 60? Why not 120? Like, why Why 63 frames? That's really random. They said when you look down at the graph, the game runs better. Uh, apparently, the game was crashing. In the beta, um, 
they were saying like if you save the game at certain points like it'll crash and delete your file or some shit like that there were all there's a bunch of bugs in it and i was like can't be a bethesda game without bugs so your game if it launches and it has a bunch of bugs in it it doesn't have like a real story it's just audio logs and letters like fallout 76 might blow up in their fucking face but i never want to see nothing fail i don't want anybody thinking i'm hating i never want to see a game fail i hope it does well it's just my idea of what fallout 76 is right now is fall asleep 76 refund 76 like it's not it's not looking too good in each street each street right now bro um but it is what it is uh now something funny else that happened while i was away during the gaming uh in the gaming section at least is uh blizzcon blizzcon happened right after twitch and blizzcon is basically a big convention for blizzard games you have to be a super overwatch fan basically fucking be into that shit um and at blizzcon they announced uh, a new character in overwatch ash i don't even play overwatch anymore I, I pop it in every once in a while but i don't care about that shit um they announced a warcraft 3 remaster i don't care about warcraft but the main thing that's coming out of blizzcon that people are talking about and i kind of just wanted to briefly briefly touch on this i'm sorry bro i keep fucking burping i hope you guys enjoy that if you don't i don't care um <laughs> uh fucking they announced diablo immortal so a lot of people were looking forward to a diablo 4 it's been like five or six years since diablo 3 came out it doesn't feel like it because they just announced a diablo 3 port for the switch which i might pick up because it's got like ganon in that bitch um but uh yeah people were looking forward to them announcing a possibly a diablo 4 i'm personally a big diablo fan i love dungeon crawlers it's a really fun like chill game to play with friends um it's co-op too and i love anything co-op uh and torchlight too i love torchlight uh but anyway torchlight frontier shout out to that diablo immortal is what they announced instead of diablo 4 what it is is a mobile version of diablo they said it's built from the ground up it's totally new uh it's gonna have like five or six classes with like new abilities in it um and it'll be available on ios and android and people were really upset because it's not diablo 4 um and i'm just kind of like don't get me wrong i i understand people wanted diablo 4 but i don't understand the level of upset everybody i there's such a disconnect between me and the gaming community on a lot of shit they're fucking sending death threats to developers and calling people out their name and this that and the third and i'm just like first of all i'm gonna keep it a buck like i'm not excited about diablo immortal but if you look at that trailer the game honestly looks pretty good it looks pretty good and also if you know anything about dungeon crawlers like 90% of the game is just walking around and clicking your fucking mouse until your ability cool down cools down and then you hit the damn one key the two key the three key but most of the game is just you're just clicking shit right you're doing pretty much the same thing on your phone you're just clicking a button on your phone and then when your abilities cool down you hit your abilities like so you're still doing all the clicking and shit like you motherfuckers are just upset that it's on mobile um like i said the game doesn't look bad i'm not like super excited about it but it doesn't look bad either i would be more concerned about the business model for diablo immortal uh is this going to be a game that's going to be a set price is it going to be free to play are there going to be microtransactions you know what i'm saying is this going to be a dollar five dollars is it going to be free to play with a bunch of microtransactions in it like if there are a bunch of microtransactions in it then i would understand why people are upset but if this is an online experience that you can play with friends from your phone like why not like i'm i'm for it because look i I feel like the reason people are mad is because they still have this perception of what mobile gaming is and they don't actually play mobile games. Like, there's a game that I have on my phone. It's called Something Legends. It's literally Destiny 2 on your fucking phone. Like, mobile games have come very far. And that's why I started doing mobile game reviews to show people this is not what it was in the early 2000s. Uh, yes, there are microtransactions in certain games and shit like that. But the quality of mobile games has gone up. Actually, um... During the Apple event, when they were showing the new iPad Pro, they were running NBA 2K19 on the iPad, and it wasn't the mobile version. It was the console version. So it, that goes to show you how far chips have come 
for mobile devices like these these phones are very powerful the powerful the um biggest obstacle facing mobile gaming right now is uh control the control scheme like touchscreen controls and stuff like that it doesn't work for fighting games it doesn't it's kind of hard for shooting games too like being accurate but for a game like Diablo, a dungeon crawler, mobile makes total sense. You use the left analog stick on the screen to control, and then you have your buttons on the right. MOBAs work on fucking mobile, surprisingly. It makes complete sense. And anybody who knows anything about the mobile market knows that the one of the biggest genres on mobile are dungeon crawlers. There's so many different dungeon crawlers and hack and slash games that you can play on mobile. So when they announced Diablo Immortal, I was like, this makes complete sense from a business standpoint. I guess because my, my mindset has changed at the age that I'm at. I try to understand both sides of everything. Um, it's not not just about the consumer, but also from the business side. What makes sense from a business side? They're attracting a new market. Um, it's a brand new game and uh, it's going to bring in more money for them. I mean, as long as the game is high quality, why are you upset about that? Like, you should be worried about the business model and if the game is good or not. Diablo 4. Not only that, but they said they're working on Diablo 4. They, they said they're working on multiple Diablo projects. So I don't know what else they're working on besides Diablo 4. They said it's coming. They just didn't have nothing to show. Um, now, if they wanted to ease the pain, they could have been like they could have pulled like a Nintendo like a couple E3s ago, or was it last year E3? I don't remember. When, when Nintendo uh, announced Metroid 4, I think that was two years ago, Metroid Prime 4, they didn't have any gameplay. They literally just showed a steel image saying Metroid Prime 4, and the crowd went, oh! So, I mean, if they wanted to ease the pain, they could have announced Diablo 4, just been like, hey, we're working on it, and then went to Diablo Immortal. You gotta give them the medicine and the candy. I think that would have been a better approach to it, but instead, they just announced Diablo Immortal, and then afterwards, after they got a bunch of backlash, they released a bunch of statements via articles and like websites saying, hey, we are working on Diablo 4. Uh, chill out. Um, so I think their approach could have been better. But is Diablo Immortal like just the fucking the bane of the world? No, I don't get it. Like there's a disconnect for me with me on the community. Like also, you motherfuckers don't have to play the game. Like, <laughs> like this shit's just weird. Like you motherfuckers is like real life dweebs, bro. Like get over yourself. Like motherfuckers are so entitled when it comes to this game and shit. There's like, I, I, I still have not finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I have not even started Red Dead. I haven't started My Hero Academia, that game. Um, I'm still playing Soul Calibur. I haven't even started the story mode. I just been playing rank matches on Soul Calibur. Super Smash Bros is coming out in December. You got Kingdom Hearts in fucking January. You got uh, in March the Division Two. Uh, there's so many awesome games that are out and coming out. Fucking Spyro comes out at the end of the month. Dark Siders Three comes out at the end of the month. There's so many awesome games that are either coming out or they're out right now, and I haven't even started or finished them. I'm not worried about Diablo Four. What are y'all talking about? Y'all are so entitled. Get outside. Breathe some fresh air. It, it, shit. It's just not American to me. I just don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. Get over yourself. Get the fuck over yourself. Y'all are real life dweebs, bro. I don't get it. But what can you do? What can you do about the neckbeards? Um, we're still sticking with the gaming. Uh, we're going to move on. I'm going to take a question from one of you guys. Uh, this one comes from Jaden. Uh, and he wants to talk about YouTube and like usernames and stuff like that. Um, if you want to submit a question, uh, be sure to download that Anchor app and uh, you can leave a voicemail for me and I'll play it in the uh, podcast and we'll answer your question to the best of my ability. If you don't want to do that, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real because I always post there. Be like, hey, leave a question if you don't want to leave a voicemail or nothing like that. But let's get into it and see what Jaden has to say. Here. Hey, TBH, I plan on making a YouTube channel soon, but I still can't figure out what to name my channel. How did you figure out a name for your YouTube channel? All right. So this is a pretty simple question, but in my opinion, it is a good one because your name matters. Whether you're trying to create a name for YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, 
your online persona matters not persona but like username matters uh it helps uh with identifying you and like branding and stuff like that and you want something you want something that can stand out right but on the flip side of things if you can't think of anything creative something generic honestly helps too like it's better to be safe and sorry all right so where am i going with this all right um so a don't be like me everybody knows that my original name was modern war negro aka nwn um the way i chose that name is uh to be honest i was like 18 19 i just thought the shit was funny but the older me is like nah that shit ain't that shit ain't it champ there's a there's a ceiling for somebody named modern war negro you can't walk into a business being called negro and shit like that and like talk trying to talk business with people shit like that so keep that in mind T uh, take take the long term into consideration when you're picking your name will this name still be good for me like five years down the road or will i be will i look stupid because uh, trust me, you don't ever want to change your name or like have to rebrand. This shit is for the birds. I remember me and Anon Anonymous, if you guys don't know, I know him. He's like a rapper and stuff. Check out his mixtape. Not his mixtape, but his last EP, Urameshi. It's on Spotify. That is U-R-A-M-E-S-H-I. Uh, he's buzzing out of Florida. Um, I remember we had this conversation about branding and shit because uh, he was talking about changing his his rap name. Uh, and I was like, nah, just stick to anonymous, stick stick to a nine, bro. You don't want this life, bro. Because when you when you somewhere down the road, if you pick a stupid name and then somewhere down the road you want to rebrand to something better, um, motherfuckers is just gonna just pick at you and just constantly remind you and it's like like you got people out there that constantly call fucking uh what's the name uh Kendrick Lamar. They call him K Dot or whatever, and it's like, bro, that's just like we get it, bro. You've been listening to him since he was K Dot. You got those people out there that are just like just trying too hard to pretend like they're like a super fan and shit like that. People come to my streams and my videos all the time. You remember when he was in WN? You remember like or, or they'll like quote me from like old videos, and it's like, bro, we get it. Like, but I'm I'm moving on from that part of my life. Like, can we get it? Like, motherfuckers be quoting shit from like six years ago, like it happened yesterday. Uh, so don't don't you don't want that that annoyance you don't want to constantly be reminded of that shit it's fucking annoying like we get it bro um pick a name that you think will last long term really think about what you want to do uh try to make sure it's creative and you can create some type of brand or like mantra with it like so most people don't know right uh when when we first started the gi podcast which for those of you unaware stands for gaming illuminati if you want to listen to that podcast that's my group podcast it's on spotify itunes all that shit search gaming illuminati keep in mind we spell illuminati with the word naughty and naughty or nice um what's the name when i was made we were we were when we first decided as a group that we wanted to do a podcast uh what's the name they just wanted to do it the other two that were they were recording with me they just wanted to do it like jg and and, and take like let's just do it but i was like nah nah we're not about to just do something because for me one thing about me is i do everything with intent right motherfuckers be trying to crack jokes and shit on me and shit and then we'll talk about this in the next question because the next dude was asking about instagram and shit uh motherfuckers be cracking jokes to me like i'd be just doing shit for the sake of doing it like i'm just like wailing i'm just throwing shit at the wall hoping it sticks and that's not the case everything i do is an intent i always research things and make sure i'm trying to do things correct because you don't want to do anything twice uh like i just talked about with fucking my username i had to do that twice and now i'm like that shit's annoying um where was i going with this oh uh so when it came to the, the the gi podcast they were like they just wanted to record a podcast and throw it out there and i was like nah 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 we need to brand ourselves that matters what you mean it's just called the gamer something podcast and i was like nah, nah 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 so i was like i made them like wait like a couple weeks and then i came back like out of nowhere and then i was like all right i was like i got the name for the podcast they was like what it like is it, what are we gonna call it i was like we're gonna call ourselves the gaming illuminati and both of them even jg he was like what <laughs> i was like we're gonna call ourselves gaming illuminati we're gonna be the enlightened gamers so for those you unaware that like if you watch like illuminati conspiracies and shit like that uh 
Illuminati means the enlightened ones. That's what the actual word means. Um, you know, it's like this whole secret society shit where they think they, uh, they're like being, they're like puppeteers over the world and shit like that. So I was like, yeah, we're going to call ourselves Game and Illuminati. We, and we're going to call ourselves, and we are the enlightened gamers. That's going to be like our little mantra or whatever. And on top of that, I was like, the reason we're going to call ourselves Gaming Illuminati is once this shit starts popping, people are going to want to be a part of it. And I could be like, nah. It's not a secret society if I let everybody in it. You see what I'm saying? Like, like there's just certain ways that you brand yourself. Like anytime I go to an event and we we promote gaming Illuminati, give them business cards, they always laugh and they're like, yo, we love your name. Like it, it's a name that stands out, you know what I'm saying? And then be like, and then after that I hit them with the mantra, like, yeah, we are the enlightened gamers. We're all about, you know, having good conversation, grown man gaming and shit like that. <laughs> Shout out to GMG. Uh fucking just like enlightening people about what's going on in the community and shit like that. So how you brand yourself and how you sell yourself is important. Um, make sure you try to think about that like I didn't we didn't I, I didn't just pull out some damn podcast name like gaming Illuminati is something that I thought about so think about that and how you can sell yourself and like I said if you can't come up with something creative Jaden then it's okay to be generic you can call yourself Jaden plays because like I said if you can't come up with something creative it's better to be safe than sorry Jaden plays five years down the road will be much more safer than modern war Negro so uh sit back brainstorm some ideas of what you can call yourself what what you think represents you um and if you can't come up with something creative generic is cool too but i would recommend coming up with something something creative main thing is you don't want to come up with something risque because you're going to pay for it down the uh down the down the road also don't put numbers in your name um some people can prosper with numbers in their name like booty eater one two three but it's what but it's easier to remember booty eater than booty eater one two three you know what i'm saying like don't be sexy hot gamer in ugg boots six five five seven six uh just be sexy nigga in ugg boots and people will remember that uh, shout out to all the sexy niggas in ugg boots <laughs> all right um uh moving on to the next question hopefully that helped it probably didn't because i'm trash but uh hopefully that helped uh the next question comes from malik uh this one also comes on anchor once again if you want to submit a question download that anchor app go to my profile and hit the send a message button uh and he wants to talk about uh growing instagram i'm not 100 was sure it was about instagram but like just growing on social media period i'm gonna let the man speak what you got to say what's going on tbh i know you hear this a lot but my question is how do i make it from zero followers um and build a following um i don't have that much followers on instagram i only have like 500 um and i don't use facebook anymore so i don't know how i should go about it um, I would love to start doing some gaming content, but with the content now being just Fortnite, I really kind of want to stay away from it and do my own thing instead of kind of riding the wave. All right. So he said, how do I go from zero followers to X amount of followers? Um, he brought up like Facebook and like social media, but I'm going to assume you mean everything like YouTube and shit like that. But for the sake of this, uh, cause I already talked about YouTube with Jaden and shit. And I've talked about it in the past. Go listen to another podcast. Um, I'm going to specifically talk about like, uh, like Instagram. Um, because it, it actually falls in line with something that happened yesterday. I'm like, well, not even just yesterday, like all the time, people are trying to clown me and shit like that. Um, so first of all, two things when it term, when it comes to growing, a, you need to be honest with yourself and b there are some practical like things that i can give you but once again they won't help you if you're not being honest with yourself so uh this is probably gonna rub some people the wrong way but i don't give a fuck the reality of the situation is everybody nowadays wants to be a content creator online i don't know why um i'm not trying to shoot anybody's dreams down but the reality is um not everybody's born to entertain okay like i can't i can't teach what i do to you 
it's not like it's 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 a god-given talent if i if that makes sense like it's a it's just something i was born with like a certain type of energy a way that i carry myself and on top of that like i tell people all the time like um i was that nigga around my way before fucking youtube and twitch and all that shit like i'm not trying to sound cocky but i was that nigga around my way bro like people know me or people know me in my town when i'm out and about like just because i was always the funny guy in high school i was always the guy that was entertaining people i was the funny guy in college too i was always the guy that was entertaining people so it was natural evolution for me to move online and try to entertain people like i never knew what i wanted to i never knew what i wanted to be when i when i grew up but i knew i didn't want to wear a business suit so i knew it was going to be some type some type of entertaining shit um so it's kind of just in my blood it's kind of like what i do and it I learned a bunch of stuff along the way to try to optimize and try to get more visibility. So, like I said, the first step is be honest with yourself. Why do you want to do you? A lot of people, they don't want to admit this. A lot of people want to be an online content creator because they see people making money for it. But do you actually have a skill for this shit? Because if not, please go do something else. It's it, The market is already saturated. So I'm not trying to shoot anybody's dreams. I'm just saying be real with yourself. Why do you want to do this? And do you actually feel like you can do this? If you do honestly feel like you can do this, one general tip I can give you, and this is specifically for like Instagram, because you were talking about social media. Um, fucking people, you, it's 2018, and you'd be surprised how many people do not know how to fucking use Instagram. Like, I've only been on Instagram for a year. I was, uh, I was joking about this on Twitch too. I might delete the video. There's a video I did like five years ago. I think I was like, not even five years i think i was like 20 or 21 so that was like six seven years jesus christ uh i'm old man uh yeah there was a video i did when i was really young and i was talking about instagram and how like it's a waste of time to take pictures and shit like that uh all day like but i as i've gotten older i realized i'm wrong and it's okay that i was wrong i've i've gotten older i've learned that instagram instagram is the one social media platform outside of twitter that works the way it's supposed to if you if you post if you post your shit correctly it will grow i see people complaining about algorithm algorithms all the time on instagram and shit and i'm just like y'all don't know y'all don't know how terrible the algorithm is until you get on youtube them youtube algorithms are fucking ass but the instagram algorithm like i i studied like i said i've only been on t instagram for a year and I've grown to 14.2 thousand uh, followers, which isn't like the biggest. That's bigger than most people still. And even though I only have 14,000 subscribers, I, like I said, everything I do, I do it with intent. I studied the market before I even started posting on Instagram. I watched a bunch of videos on how to grow on Instagram. And one thing I noticed is I only have 14,000 followers, but I get more likes and comments than people who have 200,000 followers. My engagement is fucking high as shit to the point where I'm getting I'm, I'm getting sponsorship offers on Instagram and my following is not that big simply because I know how to engage my audience. Um, and some just general tips that I can give you is it's 2018 and people still do not know how to fucking hashtag their instagram right so hashtags are the biggest way to grow on instagram organically you want to grow organically it takes longer over time but you have a bigger better foundation for it right on instagram whenever you post a video or a picture it gives you 30 it gives you 30 hashtags max use all 30 a lot of times i see people posting pictures and videos and they post like two or three hashtags and then the hashtags that they post on their fucking on their picture or their video is fucking stupid it has nothing to do with nothing um they'll post a picture of them like i don't know playing a game and they'll put like hashtag eating a burger and like you're not even eating a burger like hashtag smiling like, what is that doing anything you want to target the demographic that you're trying to appeal to so first of all you want to make your page appeal to a certain demographic that's the easiest way to grow uh mine if you look at my instagram it's mostly gaming 
all it is is funny gaming clips from my Twitch. That's another way that I actually promote my Twitch. I use Instagram. Uh, it's just funny clips from my Twitch, and it's also pictures of me like at gaming events. I don't really post too much else. I might run my mouth on the IG stories, but I keep it pretty consistent. Um, like I said, you want to use all 30 hashtags. So if I post a funny clip, um, I'll first I'll try to use as many gaming hashtags as I can, and then after that I'll use like just general geek terms. Uh, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Like people be trying to clown me in my comment section because I have so many like hashtags. And they think I'm just doing shit to the sake of doing it. And it's like, no, motherfucker, I know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. That's why your bum ass is stuck where you're at. Um, I'll use gaming hashtags on a gaming clip. And then you'll also see me use hashtags like cosplay, um, like different cosplay hashtags, different anime hashtags, uh, anything in the, geek, in the geek realm. Because at the end of the day, like a lot of geek culture intertwines. If you watch anime, you most likely play games. If you play games, you most likely know some cosplayers. So I try to use the entire geek realm. I don't just use uh anime or just one specific type of hashtag i'm gonna use all 30 and, and the funny thing about instagram is instagram literally tells you which hashtags are the most searched the reason you want to use hashtags is because when people search them they'll find your shit right so let's say um i post a funny gaming clip i'll put hashtag i don't know instagamer and it'll say like four million people have uh four million people have used this hashtag you want to use that one because four million people have searched it just type in general gaming hashtags, general anime hashtags, general cosplay or whatever, or general shoe, whatever market you're trying to get into, general hair care or makeup shit, and pick the ones that are most popular. The ones that are most popular are usually at the top. Those are the ones that are most searched. And then when people search, they'll show you. And like every time I post, I pick up hella followers, bro. Um, and you'd be surprised how many people don't don't know that. They just use random fucking hashtags and shit and just be posting at just random dumb shit. Same thing works for Facebook. Uh... You can actually connect your Facebook to your Instagram, and then when you hashtag your Instagram up and post it to Facebook, it'll have the hashtags in the Facebook post, and that'll help you find new people on Facebook. So there's that too. Um, the main thing is like, it sounds stupid, but I spend like probably 15 to 20 minutes on one Instagram post, uh, not because I'm uploading, but just because I'm sitting there. I'll I'll upload the picture, and then it gives you the chance to type the caption and the hashtags. I type my caption, and then afterwards, I put all my hashtags, all 30 under there. I use 30 every single time. You got to count it. Um, and I sit there and I research, uh, hashtag this hashtag that, um, and I look to see which one of the most popular, which ones are gaining the most traction, like take your time to do your research. Cause it'll pay off in the long run. Um, like I said, I only have like 14,000 followers on Instagram, but I have a ton of videos that have 20 plus thousand views on the video, 50,000 views on a video. Like my shit goes semi viral to the point where I was like, yo, I could blow up on this shit. Like Instagram is Instagram is honestly very easy to grow on. If you take the time to actually sit there and educate yourself and really think about what you're posting uh do everything with intent don't just be posting shit willy-nilly and then be mad that you're not getting what you want you got to really take the time to think about what you're doing so hopefully that helped um like i said the main thing is i, I got other tips but I, I ain't gonna give them all the way right now i ain't gonna get them all away um the main thing is like i said take your time when you're posting research the hashtags you get 30 use all 30 not five not two the more hashtags you use the more chances you'll have to be found in fucking uh, the search term. It's, it, hashtags are basically the same as like YouTube tags. It's, it's a way for people to find you. And if you're just posting shit and you're not giving away for people to find you, you can't be upset that you're not growing. So utilize it. It takes more time to sit there and research different hashtags. But I promise you it'll pay off in the long run. It is what it is. Uh, and the last question for the gaming section comes from Nocturnal Virgo. Uh, on Twitter, and he asked, can you be a content creator if you're trash at games? And the answer is yes. 
I'm not the best at games. I'm definitely not trash, but I'm not the best at games. There's certain games where I'm definitely super try-hard. I'm definitely a beast at Gears of War. I was a try-hard in Paragon when that game was alive. Like, when I really enjoy a game, I'll try to really learn the ins and outs of it. I'm a try-hard in 2K. Uh, <laughs> um, so, but, but for the most part, like, I'd say I'm not trash at games. I'm above average uh, at games. Like, you'll come... I feel like I have a good balance between conversation comedy in my stream and then decent gameplay but you can absolutely be uh you definitely be trash at games and still be a big content creator the main thing is you want to own that you're trash at games like don't be getting mad at people for laughing at you because you dying a lot and shit like embrace it like clown yourself i hate motherfuckers that cannot laugh at themselves like if you come through to my stream right and like i do some dumb shit on stream like i, I die and like i get clapped up you'll hear me put l's in the chat for me like I hate motherfuckers that'll be above laughing at themselves. So definitely learn to laugh at yourself. Um, and if you're going to be trash at games, understand that there's going to be a certain demographic that's not going to fuck with you. Because there are people out there that will only watch a streamer if they're beast at games. Someone like a TSM Myth or like a Ninja or something like that. But there are a lot of people out there that just want good conversation and personality. Uh, so if you're going to be trash at games, if you know you're trash at games, make sure that you're engaging your audience at all times and you're being entertaining. And you'll be all right, bro. Um, I've, I've never, I've never looked at myself as like a high level gamer. Like I've, I've, I feel like I'm a nice balance between good gameplay and, uh, quality content, but we can get lit too and have a full blown just nigga moments on stream and shit and it just be straight quality content. Like, <laughs> uh, quality is all subjective. So yeah. Don't worry about being high level gameplay. Just do you and you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Um, all right. So moving on to the anime section of the show. This is another question from Anchor. Make sure to get those questions in. Send your boy uh, a voicemail. And this one comes from uh, Khalid. Khalid? I think it's Khalid. Uh, and he wants to talk about anime traps. This is going to be a good one, ladies and gentlemen. What are your thoughts on traps and anime? Because it's scary, bro. All right, peace. All right, my man wants to know what are my thoughts on traps and anime? Because he said it's scary out here, bro. So you basically just gave your opinion on what you think about it. Um... A lot of y'all probably not going to like this answer, but I don't give a fuck. This is my opinion. All right. Um, so first of all, for those of you who don't watch anime and don't know what traps are, a trap is basically like an androgynous character in anime. Um, basically, basically a character that looks like a girl and like is attractive, but then they reveal it's a boy. They call it a trap because uh, it's supposed to set you up for what or at least they feel set up for whatever reason. I'm going to keep it a buck about anime traps. I don't give a fuck, bro. And I'm going to tell you why I say this all the fucking time. I watch anime to be entertained. I do not. People get mad. I don't like animes like fucking Ghost in the Shell and Evangelion. Like, I don't look for the meaning of my, I don't look for the meaning of life in my animes. I don't look for fucking super deep characters. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a shonen whore, okay? I like watching niggas fight, shit blowing up uh niggas talking about i'm doing this for my friends like that's what i like and then i like i like other like random stuff like i like a random like sometimes i like different like slice of life animes and like comedy animes but for the most part i stick to shonen comedy and then i like some sli slice of life but like when it comes to anime traps like this shit doesn't bother me and the reason is like i said i watch anime to be entertained it's really fucking weird to me like how people watch animes for other things um, like if you're looking for the meaning of life or whatever, that's whatever. What I mean by other things is like, um, you, like you talking about like traps for you to be upset about an anime trap means that you were looking for something more out of your anime, right? Like, it's really weird when y'all talk about like, like when I say that, like a character is like my waifu, like I'd be joking around, like, uh, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the female character is Cassandra. I'd be like, yo, Cassandra's my Ubisoft waifu. Uh, like when I say that, I'm not saying 
I want to fuck Cassandra. Like, it's a fucking digital character. I'm just saying, like, I fuck with her. Like, she's a dope character. But, like, I'm not, I don't have any type of sexual attraction to that character. But, like, when a lot of dudes be talking about, yo, this anime character is my waifu. Like, a lot of y'all low-key, I feel like, be having, like, real sexual attractions to these fucking cartoon characters. And, yes, I say cartoons. Because anime is just Japanese for cartoons. Get over yourselves. Um, this shit's just weird. For you to be upset about a trap means that you were attracted to them. And I feel like that's more that's a that's an honest conversation you need to have with yourself, bruh. That's what, so like like what like I don't I don't have a problem with gay people. I don't have a problem with transsexual people. I don't have a problem with any of that shit. And I don't have a problem with it in my in my fucking anime. Like I I don't look for that in my anime. I just wanna yo does this anime trap blow motherfuckers up? Like one of my favorite animes from like the past couple years is um uh yojo Senki, or in english it translates to uh tanya saga saga of the evil and if you've never seen this anime before it's a fucking it's not a i don't think it quality it's not a shonen but it's an anime action action anime that it's like a pull-up anime so like the, the general premise of the anime is um it stars this dude who's a salary man in japan and he hates his job and uh he doesn't believe in god uh and god one day one day he's waiting from the train one day he's waiting for the train as he gets off from work and god contacts him and he tells him that i'm real and blah 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 and the dude is like i don't believe in you you ain't real it's all in my head god is fake so to smite this guy to teach him that god was real god actually transported transported him to i guess like an alternate universe like earth 2 i guess you can say um and he reincarnated him as a little girl named tanya um, but the thing is, he still had his personality. He was just now a girl. I guess that's technically like a lolly trap or whatever. Um, and I fucking love Tanya, bro. Like, that was a bad chick right there, bro. Tanya was pulling up for the smoke, beating everybody's ass. And it's really dope, too, because it takes place um, in an alternate universe where, like, I guess I guess it was supposed to be, like, their rendition of World War One. The world is at war, and Tanya becomes a general in, uh, I think, Germ what, is, what I think would be the German army. Um all these dope action scenes and shit like that like tanya's a trap tanya i had tanya as my wallpaper on a fucking on a on a um on on my on my computer at once you, you know that if you come to my streams it doesn't make me mad it, and she's a trap it doesn't make me mad you know why because i'm not sexually attracted to any female characters on fucking in fucking animes bro i just watch shit to blow up so like i said i feel like a lot of y'all need to have a conversation with yourself you need to ask yourself why did i feel sexually attracted to this fucking cartoon character and now that now that i real now that i know that 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 what i thought was a chick is actually a dude why am i upset with myself you should be upset that you fucking attracted to fucking cartoon characters because that shit is not american bro that shit is not she's just not right it's just the japanese shit and goddamn americans i'm sorry about my redneck voice um so that's my opinion on traps it doesn't none of it bothers me like <laughs> what are we talking about here <laughs> my man said yo it's scary out here what do you yo what do you mean it's scary out here bruh like you like you, you was about to buy a body pillow of one of your favorite characters and then you realize it was a dude and shit y'all need to have an assessment of why y'all need to assess why y'all are attracted to these damn cartoon characters in the first place because i don't give a fuck bruh I'm just watching. I'm just watching to be entertained. I don't care what the characters are, or what they do. I'm cool with everybody. I believe in live and let live. But in order for you to be upset with an anime trap, it's probably because you were attracted to that person. It's it's like it's like it's like it's like finding out that a um that you were there's a there's a woman that you liked, and then it turns out that that woman was a, was a dude. Like you're just upset that <laughs> your whole perception of reality is like fucked up, bro. And that's a that's a that's a you problem. That's a you problem, bro. So my opinion on anime traps, I don't give a fuck. It's not my like I'm, I'm just trying to be entertained. Um, Y'all are putting a little bit too much into these damn cartoons. 
I'm just trying to be entertained. And if you upset, <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> um, moving on to the life section of the podcast, let me take a swig of this water, man. We've been uh, talking for over 50 minutes at this point and my mouth is getting a little bit dry. <sighs> Push it. Yo, if you want to make somebody laugh, do that shit, right? Like if you're familiar with hip hop, you know, um, you know, uh, salt and pepper and you know their song ah push it so like when you're drinking water and like somebody's next to you you know how when you get done drinking the water or your juice you'd be like ah like it's like refreshing and then like they'll look at you and be like push it they'll be like yo you're clever like <laughs> anyways moving on to the live section of the podcast uh, this is something i wanted to talk about this is not something that um anybody like brought up to me and i wanted to talk about what i call the woman haters club the women's haters club or whatever um as I've gotten older, I've come to the realization that a lot of you dudes, like I can, I can kind of sympathize what what a lot of you perceive as feminist. Like I don't like like the crazy. I don't like any crazy over the top shit. But like real feminists that are with the shits, like I can I kind of identify with like some of the shit that they be talking about because a lot of y'all dudes, I've come to the realization as I gotten older. A lot of y'all are fucking y'all hate women and y'all don't even realize it, bro. Like I last night and like what kind of inspired this is it was multiple things. Um just things that I've encountered in life. And then last night I was on fucking Twitch and I I was going through the browse section and I hopped into this one dude stream. I don't remember the streamer's name. I wouldn't say his name anyway, because I don't really want to start no drama or nothing like that. But um I hopped in the dude stream. I'm new to the stream, don't know anything about this guy, and the first thing I see on stream is him ranting about e-girls and them stealing their his views and He's tired of women with big boobs and good looking women and shit just taking reviews like, oh, my God, bro. Like, <laughs> all right. So first things first. Right. A beautiful woman cannot help that she's attractive. OK, her mom and her dad did what adults do. She was born and she came out good looking. She cannot help that. And it's statistically proven if you're good looking, you're just going to get more attention. Like, so why are you fussing at her? That's not her fault. Go yell at her mom and her dad. And even still, you still look like a fucking idiot, bro. And then like these dudes that be telling, trying to tell chicks about how they should dress on stream and this, that, and the third, like, oh, she showed cleavage or she's got earrings on or her hair was like a certain, shut the fuck up, bro. It's, it's, and I have no doubt in my mind. There are some women out there that are definitely trying to, what's the word I'm looking for? Trying to, um, show their assets for extra views but i believe i wholeheartedly believe that most women on twitch are not like that most of them they just want to wear something comfortable okay if you've ever actually been with a real woman and had a real conversation with a real woman especially a woman with some big ass titties they'll tell you that shit is uncomfortable their back hurts okay so maybe she just wants to wear a shirt that she feels comfortable in that her titties can damn breathe yeah, yo, free the nipple, my nigga. Damn. So like, it's it's like, what are we talking about here? Like, so what if she's showing a little bit of cleavage? What? I don't give a fuck. It doesn't. And the main thing that I see people, dudes, they be talking about this shit. They be talking about they're stealing all their views with their tits and their ass and shit like that. My nigga, you wasn't gonna get no views in the first fucking place. You're a bum, bro. And this goes back to what I was talking about earlier when I was saying, be honest with yourself. Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing this because you have a passion for entertaining people? Can you actually entertain people, or are you just doing this for money? That's really what it comes down to so then because you're such an insecure bitch ass nigga you want to blame women for your fucking failures bro i'd never i've never looked at any twitch female twitch streamer and be like damn bro i would get more views if she wasn't so damn beautiful what are we talking and on top of that like who doesn't love beautiful women 
gonna be honest, who don't love some big ass titties? Like, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't donate to them and shit like that. But like, I don't understand what the problem. I don't understand what the problem is with attractive women. That shit is weird to me, bro. Um, and then another thing that fucking like, like, it didn't rub me the wrong way, but like, people be saying shit in my chat that be making me think like. When I think about it, I was like, I've never, I've never called any woman that I've dated out of their name. I never called them like no bitch or no shit like that. Like I've, I've definitely done shit that like, uh, like ignoring them or something like that, where like I, I could be a better dude, I guess you can say, but I've never just straight up flat out just disrespected them on like call you a bitch. I don't fuck with you and no shit like that. I don't, I'm, I'm not like that. I guess it's probably cause I was raised by my mother. Like I know my father, but I was raised by my mother. So I guess, uh, I guess I have a different appreciation for women. And I think that's also why I'm more comfortable around women compared to dudes, because niggas used to be on some weird shit, bro. But um, yeah, this dude said in my stream, and he's not the only one. A lot of dudes be saying this shit. This dude said in my stream last night. Um, I guess he was trying to be cool and trying to brag, and I I, I hate that I gotta air this out, but I mean it happened on stream. We talked about it anyway. I'm gonna talk about it on the podcast. Dude was like, yeah, he's like, I'm about to be out. Uh, this thought texting me, she trying to let me smash. And I'm just like, why are you telling us that? Like, and then on top of that, I was like, well, why is she a thought? What makes her a thought? And he was like, she texted me and she told me she want to fuck. I'm like, so because she told you she want to give you some box, that makes her a hoe. And he was like, no, no. And I'm like, no, nah, nah, that's, that's what you're saying, bro. Like, because what it sounds like to me is it sounds like this woman knows that she knows what she wants. She sounds like she wants to do what adults. Adults have sex, bro. It's natural. That does not make you a hoe. Having bodies, a woman having bodies before you does not make her a hoe um and honestly it makes you sound insecure knowing that she has bodies and you feel some type of way i'm gonna be honest i don't want to deal with no virgin chick bro that that shit is bro you you, you ever dealt with a virgin like ah, ah, like it's tight like i don't, don't want to deal with that i want a woman that has experience like one of my favorite chicks that i ever dated i was like 19 going on 20 the two years and then she was 28 going on 29 and she was an older woman and like what I liked about her is she knew what she wanted. She had, she would tell me she had bodies on. Every woman that I've ever fucked with, they tell me that they have bodies on them. I mean, I expect you to have bodies on them. Like, of course you were with somebody before me. And it doesn't make me insecure as a man because I know that she's with me and I know that I know how to please her. Uh, what she did, what, what a woman does before me is none of my fucking business, bro. Like, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> we're adults. So he's like talking about she wanted to let me fuck. She's a thought. I'm like, that doesn't make her a thought. She just wants to do what adults do. Maybe she just likes you, bro. Like, to me, like, ho shit is you fuck the whole football team. And then, like, niggas is recording this shit. And you let them bukkake all over your fucking face. And don't get it twisted. I'm not calling women straight hoes. Like, niggas is hoes, too. Niggas is out. <laughs> Some of my niggas is hoes, bro. They was hoeing it up at TwitchCon. <laughs> so don't get it twisted. I'm not into that double standard. I believe everybody hoes, bro. Um, but, yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe she just likes you. And she just want to hit. I'm like, why are you in here bragging about this shit? It seems kind of pointless and she doesn't sound like a hoe to me y'all gotta cut that shit out bro like just constantly just disrespecting and i, I guess the reason i guess like i addressed it on in on stream is because like i feel like you gotta let people know like yo a lot of y'all really be wilding like on y'all opinions on women like y'all really don't understand like there's nothing wrong with a woman having a sexual past i like that shit bro like i said when i was 20 and i was dating a 28 year old that was a grown-ass woman bro and i'm not gonna lie like this is probably a tmi but she turned me the fuck out, bro. I was, I was, I was, y'all think I'm babyface now. I was super babyface. This is before, this is before like my goatee even connected. I had just a, like a little, little peach foam like that, a little, and then I had like a little, 
a thin a thin goatee it wasn't like super like hairy or nothing like that just a little bit on my chin just a little bit on my face or whatever i was a young thing i was young 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 so young this young right um i was fresh out of fucking high school fresh out of college you know what I'm saying just a young thing trying to do my thing or whatever and yeah i had me an older woman like i've I've always i've always liked older women because they know what they want and like i said it's tmi but to be honest i was 20 19 20 she was 28 29 when we were dating and she turned me the fuck out like to me it's sexy when a woman tells like she tells you what she wants oh no baby do it like this do it like that and like me and her obviously i mean we're not together anymore but i'm thankful for what she taught me like i will like me and her we broke it off just because she didn't like when when we when we were dating that's when i first started doing like this online shit uh and she didn't understand and she didn't really like i don't she didn't really support it and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way but at the same time i wouldn't badmouth her just because i'm she taught me a lot like i'm gonna be honest like after i after i dealt with a chick with some experience an older woman that knew what she want and told me do it like this and do it like that I've never had a woman complain. Every every woman like being with me. And I don't even say that on no braggadocious shit. I say that to be real. It's like y'all really gotta stop out being out here disrespecting women, being mad because a woman knows what she wants. I think that shit is sexy, man. I was fucking I was in somebody's stream the other day. I ain't gonna say her name, but fucking uh she was talking about how she um she travels to uh she's been to twenty eight different countries. She's been to nine this year. I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn girl. I'm like, how the fuck, how the fuck you traveling so much? Like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, I'm trying to get like you. And she was like, she's like, well, you can carry my bags. I'm like, yo, this shit is hot, bro. Like, <laughs> like that shit is, that, that shit is sexy to me when somebody can be like, yo, you little bitch, you can carry my bag. Like, I like a woman to be talking that shit, bro. Like, she's telling you she likes you. Keep it between you. Quit calling her a hoe. And she's not a hoe, bro. Like, what the fuck are we talking about, bro? What are we talking about here? And going back to what I was talking about with the, um, the dudes in the twitch shit cut that shit out bro i think i think that's why i i'm cool with more women on twitch than i am dudes i think it's just be acting weird as fuck on fucking twitch bro but when i be talking to women like i guess i'm just more comfortable around them and i really i legitimately don't be wanting nothing out of these chicks that i talk to i just think they're cool they have good personalities and shit like that but i stop hating women bro stop being the women's haters club no girls allowed head asses uh that shit's weird i i don't get it um, I don't I don't agree with everything that everybody says on Twitter about this that, and the third But I do agree that some of you dudes legitimately hate women and you don't even realize it and it's like do you talk to your mother like that? Um, just cut it out, bro. The women haters clip cut that shit out, bro Um, I'm done talking about that. I, I, I went on a whole rant. And I put all my personal business out there I probably shouldn't have said that but whatever. This is a grown-ass man podcast. Um, next question <laughs> Comes from um, Terrence J. He said on Twitter. He was asking how do you as a content creator? Oh, you know what? I forgot to say this, bro. Everything I'm saying right now in the life section, these are just my opinions. These are not facts. You can do whatever the fuck you want when you're asking me questions. Like, I, I, I don't want anybody thinking that I'm some type of life guru or something like that. People just ask me questions and I try to answer them to the best of my ability. But none of these are actual factual. These are just my opinions. Anyways, uh, what Terrence J was saying is um, he asked, how do you as a content creator and an online personality deal with negativity? I talked about this on stream earlier this week, but I'll say it in the podcast. I'm gonna be honest. I think I'm just cut from a different cloth. A lot of shit legitimately doesn't bother me because I don't, there's a lot of shit I don't care about. And what I do care about, you will probably never know unless I really fuck with you on a different level. Um, so a lot of shit just dishonestly doesn't bother me. I just turn the computer off. I just block you. I just mute you. Um, my, my mute and my block list is as long as snake way on Twitter. I think I have over 2,500 people blocked or muted on fucking Twitter. You say something stupid to me. I'm just going to block you, bro. Like I don't, cause one thing, one thing about the internet is people don't realize is like, um, 
this interaction, right? You know me to some degree. You don't really know me, but you know me to some degree, but I don't know you. I can't, you can see me. I can't, when you watch a stream, you can see me and you can hear me, but I can't hear you. And I don't know your tone of voice and your personality. So people be getting too comfortable with you and saying real slick shit. And I just block them. I don't, I don't care to make them feel stupid. Um, and then also like when I was younger, I used to pop off at everybody cause I am a smart ass, but I've gotten better at just moving in silence. Um, so a lot of times I would just, like I said, I won't, I'll mute them and block them and I won't say nothing. Um, fucking like, you know, you know, a good example is if you guys are listening, if you're familiar with telltale games, you know, like walking dead, the wolf among us, Batman, um, those type of games. Uh, I don't know if you guys notice when you play telltale games, uh, they always give you four options to respond when you're in dialogue. And if you notice the fourth option is always dot, 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 which is silence. And do you know why? Because sometimes silence says more than, uh, than actual words um like an example i give you is that i was at twitchcon um and i was interacting with the homies or whatever and one of my homies some dude that he was cool with pulled up and in most cases you know you introduce introduce yourselves and you know talk talk to each other and get to know each other and network and shit like this but i didn't network with him because he did something that i didn't like um he like this is my first time okay so I am a troll. I do like to joke, but I don't, I don't troll or joke with people that I don't know like that. Like I gotta, I like to gauge people. God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. I sit back and I like to gauge people and see what they don't like and dislike. And if you're the type of person that gets bothered easy, I won't joke with you like that. Um, I like, th there's rules to this troll shit basically. And I feel like this dude, this dude didn't follow the rules. Like there's honor amongst thieves. Does that make sense? Like he didn't follow the rules. Right. So this dude pulls up, we're talking, right. And uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, so my man's like, this is my man's or whatever. And he was like, yo, what's up, everybody? And then fucking he sticks his arm. He, he me and JG are standing next to each other. He goes in between us and he sticks his arm across JG's dick. And like he didn't touch JG's dick. I don't want anybody thinking somebody touched JG's dick. Uh, but he stuck his 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 hand across his dick and like shook somebody, not shook somebody's hand, but like made like this funny ass gesture and shit like that. And I just looked at him like as a man, I would never I would never go anywhere near another man's private first meeting. Like, he thought that shit was so fucking funny. And like, I didn't say shit. I just looked at him like because I'm one thing I'm very good at is I I'll let you know when I don't like you. Like my face will tell you if I don't actually tell you, which most of the time I will. I, my face will tell you. I, I know I gave him that bum ass, bum ass nigga, like that look, that type of look. And like, I know he felt it because the homie came back to me and he was like, yo, so I apparently dude that did that shit. He, he told the homie, he was like, yo, so I fucked up, didn't I? He's like, I seen the way he was looking at me. He was like, yeah, you fucked up. And I'm the type of person like um, the first time you can't make a first impression twice. Right. Um, you can joke around with me when you get to know me. But I feel like if you're willing to violate the homie, like I'm going to be honest, I want to smack that nigga. Bro. Uh, when you if you're willing to violate the homie like that. And we, this is my first time meeting you. Ain't no telling what you're going to do when I get to know you and you comfortable around me. So like off the off bit, like off rip, like I said, you can't make a first impression twice. I'm, I'm already done with you. I don't trust you. I don't like you. Um, fucking, I just gave him a look and it's like, it is what it is. And he, he knew what it was. So it's like, it's like, like I said, sometimes saying nothing is the best answer. Um, and then another way that I deal with it is like. I'm gonna be honest, like <laughs> I think it's funny when I think it's funny when motherfuckers be just like it's one thing to say that you don't like my video or something like that or you didn't like my stream, like you're entitled to your opinion. That doesn't make me mad. It's the people that like keep coming back and they keep telling you how trash you are. 
nonstop every day and i'm like at this point like like i have you mind fucked i live in your fucking brain rent free all you do is think about me you bitch so like like it, i think it's funny like people who come back like i have trolls in my twitch that come back every time and i just fucking ban them or i'll, I'll put it in sub mode i'll be like you subscribe pay me so i can block your bitch ass bro like you gotta play the game bro but the main thing is like it doesn't bother me because like the the, the negativity doesn't bother me because i live in people's heads rent free i got you mind fucked as long as i got you mind fucked i win so that's my opinion on it. A lot of people be getting too... Don't let that shit get to you. It's it's the fucking internet. Turn your damn computer off. You'll be alright. That's just my opinion. I, I think I'm just cut from a different cloth. A lot of stuff does not bother me. Uh, I think everything is funny. Like, wow, you're a real-life dweeb. You're a real-life loser. Just like the niggas in the women-hating club. You're a real... You're a real-life dweeb. Like, damn. Um. Anyways. <laughs> uh. Next question. It comes from Spoiter. This one actually came from the Twitch chat. He asked me on Twitch last night. He was saying, can you add this to the notes? Because I know Spoiter in my chat is regular, and he's like 15 or some shit like that. And he asked, was it hard to adjust after leaving my parents' house? Uh, I hopped off the porch when I was 18, so I've been, I'm 28 now. So I've been on my own for 10 years now. This shit is wild. But um, short answer, no. It was not hard for me to adjust. But for a lot of people, I know it's hard for them to leave their parents' house. It all depends on your upbringing. Um, I was never spoiled as a kid. I've always worked for everything I had. Um, and on top of that, I'm a super independent person. Um, I never liked asking anybody for shit, even when I was a kid. Most of the games that I had as a kid, I bought them myself. Um, I was the kid that was cutting all the neighbor's grass, raking all the leaves, uh, shoveling all the snow, um, washing cars. Like I was doing before, and then I've had a job since I was 15. So before I could even, I was old enough to have a job, I always had a job. Um, so I've always been working my whole life. Then of course they got to do stuff around the house for your parents and shit like that. So by the time I was by the time I was old enough to leave my parents' house, I already had a super work ethic and work ethic ethnic. Who's talking about ethnic people? What the fuck? Work ethic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had I already had that work ethic uh, instilled in me uh, and fucking. It was just easy to transition into adulthood. I mean, obviously you're gonna learn things as you go, like taxes and fucking learning how to pay this, that, and the third and credit. That stuff comes with time. But in terms of just leaving and dealing with like my parents not being there, I mean, my dad was like hardly around anyway. So fucking like like I said, and I was raised by my mom, so I was just kind of I'm used to it. Uh, I like I said, uh, the best thing I can say to do is make sure that you're prepared to leave. Make sure you're instilling instilling values and like work values into yourself. Make sure you're working hard and. By the time you're ready to leave the house, you'll be straight. Uh, and then on top of that, I um, I have a very dominant personality. Um, like my dad is a he's a he has a dominant personality. What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, alpha. <laughs> that sounds really toxic when you lose when you use that, but I, that's the word I can think of right now. My dad is an alpha male, and then I'm an alpha male. And when two are living in the same house, that shit doesn't work. So I was ready to leave. Um, I like I, I like to lead, so I was ready to leave. That that's all I would say. Just make sure you working hard as a kid and you'll be good. You'll be good. Everything will come as you go. And last but not least in the life section, uh, this one comes from Shavante Johnson. Uh, hopefully I pronounced that right. Um he wanted tips on how to start up a business. Uh uh and then he also asked about online certification programs, a decent substitute opposed to going to college. All right, so uh, the one tip that I can give you about business is if you're trying to start a legitimate business, whether it's cutting hair, I don't know, a landscaping business, whatever you're trying to do that's legitimate, um, make sure you protect yourself. And the way that you protect yourself is form an LLC. Uh, LLC stands for legal liability, legal liability company. Um, so what a forming an LLC will do is you're basically telling the, the government 
this is my business and then this is me you're separating yourself from the business right um so and the reason you want an llc is let's say i don't know uh let's say you're a barber right uh and you open up a barber shop and you you form your llc um somebody comes to get their hair cut and you accidentally cut their ear off i don't know why you sound like a fucking awful barber but let's say you cut their ear off like fucking mike tyson bit holyfield ear off like they're bleeding every fucking world and that person decides they want to sue you when they decide to sue you let's say you're um let's say your business is called big nigga barbers i don't know <laughs> let's say your business is called big nigga barbers the dude who got his ear cut off by your razors he's gonna he's he can only sue big nigga barbers right so when he sues you, if he wins, the only thing he can take is assets from your business. He can't take your actual personal assets because you separated yourself from the business. Um, so let's say your assets for the business is, I don't know, let's see all you, let's say all you own is like a chair, some clippers and like a, a studio or whatever. I don't know. I guess that's what he can take from you. But let's say like you have like, he can't take your car or your house or your apartment and stuff like that or your Xbox because those are personal things. You separated yourself from the business. But if you don't form that LLC and it's all one, if he sues you, he can take everything from you. So that's why you want to do that to protect yourself. Also, when you form an LLC, you get recognized as an official business. If your credit is good, you'll get pre-approved for different types of loans and stuff. As well. like, like if you need like that, like my credit score is good, boy. I get I get pre-approved for I ain't gonna tell you how much I get pre-approved for big boy, big boy loans. I just don't take them because I'm not comfortable taking them. I rather spend money I have. Um, if you want to know how to form that LLC, um, I did it through LegalZoom.com, uh, mainly for convenience. You go on there, put in all your info. You pay like a $200 fee. It's like $200 a year. Um, and then they'll send you the paperwork and all that stuff. And then boom, you're a business. It's really that simple. Like literally, you can do everything online, bro. You just got to research it. And if you're not doing it, then... That's why your life is on a treadmill. Now, if you don't want to do it through LegalZoom.com like I did it, um, you can go to your local government uh, office and you can uh, file the paperwork to form an LLC there. It's actually cheaper. It's like 75 bucks or like 100 or whatever. I was just being lazy, the convenience of doing it online. So you can go to your local government office, look it up where you have to go, wherever you're from, or you can do it through LegalZoom.com and they'll just send you all the info that you need. Um, and also on LegalZoom, you can actually trademark and copyright and you can form a corporation. There's a, They have a bunch of different services. Um, so definitely look into that, explore those options. Uh, that that's that's the that's the main thing tip that i would give you uh i don't know what business you're into so i can't give you any advice and i can't if i'm not if i'm not if i'm not i don't know anything about what business you're into i can't give any advice on that so those are just some some general tips i would give you um and then what do i think of like certificate programs do i think they're a decent substitute i think they're more than decent i actually think that um the american school system has failed us all um they, they constantly push college on everybody and college isn't for everybody i feel like they need to push people into more of these uh trade schools i think that's what uh i think that's what they do in like the uk i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but i read somewhere like if you don't get a certain gpa you're automatically enrolled into like a trade school or some shit like that i could be wrong i don't know i don't know shit about europe uh <laughs> but yeah there's nothing there's nothing wrong with going to a trade school uh fucking electricians make a shit ton of money pulp plumbers make a shit ton of money um i think carpenters do decent and it's because it's a very underserved market there's not a lot so and it's funny too because I remember when I was fourteen, my 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 grandpa he's a um he's a retired PE coach and football coach at a high school. But on the side, he did uh, electrical work. He he's, he has a certification in electrician and being an electrician. And I remember when I was fourteen, he was trying to teach me how to do the electrician shit and how to do all the wiring and stuff. And I wish I would have listened because then that would have been an extra skill set that I would have had. And it's funny too because my aunt owns a barbershop in Atlanta. And she was trying to teach me how to cut hair. I, I used to sweep hair one summer. I worked in the barbershop. I used to sweep hair. And then she was trying to teach me how to cut hair. 
I didn't want to do it. I wish I would have learned it. Like, don't don't be like me. That's two skills I could have had. So not only could I have been doing like this online creation thing, but I could have had my own barbershop if I wanted. I mean, I can cut my own hair, but I don't feel comfortable cutting other people's hair. Um, I could have been an electrician, but I didn't I didn't accept. Don't block your blessings. I didn't expect accept that shit into my life. They make a shit ton of money, too. If you don't know anything about that. Um, and my, I remember my, my grandpa telling me that, like, when you're an electrician, because the market is so underserved, you can set your own hours. You can charge whatever the fuck you want. Um, and you can take off days whenever you want. Um, very, very underserved markets. If that's what you want to do, go for it. Start your own business. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not against it. We need more of that shit. Um, so yeah, hopefully that helped. Hopefully that helped. I doubt it, but hopefully that helped. Um, and last but not least, moving on to the music portion of the show. Got a couple of recommendations. A lot of music, like I said, has been coming out since the last time I did the podcast. Um, I got a few recommendations. This is what I've been listening to lately. Uh, let me open up my Spotify so I can look at some songs and stuff like that. Um, all right. So a Jeremiah and Jeremiah and Ty Dolla Sign. They came out with a joint project. It's called uh, Mai Tai. Uh, that shit is fire if you like like R and B. Uh, shout out to Ty Dolla Sign. I have not heard a bad Ty Dolla Sign in my. St- I have not heard a bad Ty Dolla Sign. That does you can't even hear a Dolla Sign. I have not heard a bad Ty Dolla Sign song like ever, bro. I love this dude, bro. This dude's like my spirit animal, bro. Like he's like a singer, but like he be singing that shit like that cool nigga music, bro. Um, but yeah, it's called Mai Tai. It's spelled M I H dash T Y. Uh, it's 11 tracks. It's not long. Uh, shit is fire. Fire beats. It sounded like it should have came out in the middle of the summer because it has like a summer vibe to it. But uh, it's still fun to listen to. Nonetheless, I really enjoyed that 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 project. Um, my favorite album I'm listening to right now is Tory Lane's album that just came out. Uh, let's see. It's uh, what is his album called? It's called Love Me Now. Uh, Love Me Now is 15 tracks. So once again, it's not a super long album. Uh, I love these albums that are not long. Um, a lot of people complain. Uh, oh, man, this album was all right, but it didn't have no bangers, bro. If you want an album that's just straight bangers, shit that you can just listen to in the whip and just vibe to, listen to Tory Lanez, Love Me Now. This this album is fire from front to back. A lot of like, people be clowning me in my Twitch chat because they'd be, they be asking me like what kind of music I like like in terms of like rap. And I'd be like, I like, I like cool nigga music. I'd be listening to Tory. I'd be listening to fucking um, uh, Davies. And like these niggas is like my spirit animal, bro. And they'd be like, what's cool nigga music? Go listen to Love Me Now from Tory Lanez. And you will understand what I mean by uh, cool music. Fucking The Runoff. That shit is fire. Ferris Will. That shit is fire. Drip. That's one of my favorite songs. Drip, drip, drip. Eyes on red. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I remember Claire, or uh, you guys know her as Evil Hiccup. She was saying that uh, when we was having a conversation, she says, I'm like too cool for school. Because I have a problem like interacting with a lot of like Twitch streamers and like YouTubers and shit like that. Not because I'm socially awkward, but because they are. And like, I'm not like a judgmental person, but at the same time, I'm just like, bro, can you chill? Like, I'm I'm super in the cut. Like, if you see me at a convention or an event, nine times out of ten, I'm walking behind my niggas because I don't care for the spotlight. I'm just I'm legit just be chilling. Now, if you pull up and talk to me, I talk to anybody. I'm very respectful. But like, I just be in the cut. I don't really like fame. I just be trying to make money. And like, I feel like Love Me Now is an album for niggas that just be in the cut trying to get money, bro. Like, just be like, I don't know. I get. I, I guess she's right. I guess I do. I'm. I don't want to say I'm too cool for school, but I just like cool nigga music, bro. Like, you don't understand unless you like in my lane. Like, you feel me? 
Like I am what I am. I'm just super laid back. And then uh, the new Vince Staples came out with a new album. Vince Staples. He needs to come out with a podcast, bro. That nigga's funny as shit. His, his interviews are just as good as his music. Um, his new album is called FM. It's 11 tracks. Once again, a short album. I like it. Uh, some bangers on there. Some good concepts on there. And then it features Big Boy from, uh, I forgot, the radio station in LA. But uh, really good album. I like it if you like the West Coast sound. And then um, one pleasant surprise that I found is, uh, is this chick named Summer Walker. Uh, I found her on the Twitter timeline. Somebody retweeted one of her videos uh, for a song called Girls Need Love. I just clicked it. I didn't expect anything out of it. I was like, yo, this shit kind of fire. Like, it's got a nice, like, kind of weekend. Like, not current weekend, because current weekend's kind of more, like, popish. But it's got, like, an old school House of Balloons, like, weekend vibe. Like, it's super, like, airy. Um, I, like, cloudy. Like, the beat selection is kind of cloudy. But then her vocals are very smooth, soulful, and, like, sulky. Like, I fuck with it. She's got an EP that came out October 12th called Last Day of Summer. It's not new. Like I said, it came out October 12th, but I never heard of her. Uh, just appeared on my Twitter timeline, and I'm glad I listened. I searched her on Spotify, Summer Walker, um, and I like her little EP. Um, the main, the only thing I, I, I'd criticize about this EP is, um, I mean, it's 12 tracks, which I like it short, but the problem is it's almost too short, right? Um, track one is a minute 49. Track two is 39 seconds. Track three, no, track six is a minute 32. Track seven's a minute 28. Track eight is a minute 56. Um, and then the rest are like full feature length songs. But there's a lot of just really short, almost interlude type of songs here. And I wanted more from her. Um, I would have preferred if you just cut all that out and made it a short ass EP. Uh, but I really like her. I like her style. Uh, I'm fucking with her. I'm fucking with her. Listen to uh, Summer Walker, The Last Day of Summer. Um, if you guys have any music suggestions, you think some things that I would, I should listen to, let me know. Uh, obviously there's no comment section on this podcast, but you can tweet me at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real. Or if you have some anime suggestions, because I finished, I finished my hero. I finished black Clover, uh, black Clover season two started already. So I guess I'm watching that again, but I don't really have much anime to watch. So if you have any anime suggestions for me to watch, I might check out seven deadly sins. People have been telling me to watch that on Netflix. Um, I'm not watching Goblin Slayer. Keep it to yourself. Um, but yeah, if you have any anime suggestions or movie suggestions you guys want to hear me talk about or um, you think I should check out, let me know. Tweet me or you can just leave a, a voicemail on um, on the Anchor app. Other than that, that's all I got on my uh, show notes. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Um, if you did, consider subscribing. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, you can subscribe for 99 cents, 5 bucks, or even 10 Obviously, you don't have to subscribe, but it's always appreciated when someone throws a few bucks your way for all the free content. Uh, and if you can't afford to subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend about the show. Um, if you want to subscribe, go over to anchor.fm slash the Black Okage. Just keep in mind that you have to visit that link via your web browser on your desktop. You cannot do it from the app. Um, other than that, uh, I appreciate you guys coming through to listen to the show. We're available on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, I don't know if we'll be back next week. It depends on how much we have to talk about, but we probably will. Um, once again, thanks for listening to the show. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. I did a lot of rambling. But I mean, what can you expect? This is Hokage Thoughts. Thoughts.